0: recording hey welcome to an episode of the uncommon gamer podcast we know we didn't upload last week like we wanted to and this episode is not going to youtube because i forgot the camera again i'm sorry i started uh a brand new job i'm doing hvac again and uh, there's actually actually kind of interesting story about my uh this last week last two weeks actually um involving that But uh, today we're talking about uh, great fun subjects such as we're going to talk about piggies. Uh, We have, of course, we have this week's random card of the week, a special cruise. I'm going to try to recruit (laughs) Zach into going. I might just force him to come with me. He's going to hold a gun to my head. Yeah, I'm doing it right now. It's it's loaded and everything. Somebody save me no don't save him cuz then he won't go on the cruise with me and then I'll just be in jail and then they won't let me on the cruise so <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got the new uh we're talking about the announced uh block coming out for a uh, strict saving. good old MTG uh Nintendo Direct happened very recently um we pull up the verge and uh, they have the uh, 20 highlights about the about this uh uh Nintendo Direct so there's some Pretty really cool stuff coming out. Stuff I'm excited for. And then this is old news, but I I still think it's looking at. Our good old buddy, uh, Tyler Bevins or Ninja. Uh, you know, big streamer, probably one of the biggest. He uh it's a whole stream sniping thing he's having issues with, which I don't blame him. So, uh so let me talk about my job really quick because I think this is kind of interesting before you hop into this. Because I'm trying to pad out time, you see, so, <laughs> oh, so, no. Is that, oh no, so, uh, so I wanted to get back into HVAC because last year in uh, 2019, before COVID hit, I was working an HVAC job. I loved it. COVID hits and they lay off everyone, and uh, since I couldn't get unemployment for stupidly long story, I just couldn't get unemployment. I'm just gonna say that for now. Um, I had to become a painter for the longest time, and I. F- so uh, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, I applied for a new company to get back in HVAC. Mm-hmm. They were super excited to have me. My uh, uh, my brain fart. Wow. So Your I potatoes. My potatoes, yeah. My potatoes, indeed. So <laughs> the uh, so I put in my two weeks' notice after I got hired. And my, the next day, the painter came and worked for us. said, okay, turn in your work fan. Oh, okay. And uh, so I do that. And then they give me every day off. They just... It's it's the biggest fuck you I've seen in a long time. It's like, hey, I know you did us all like, by letting us know you want to quit, you know, <laughs> but we're just gonna say, go fuck yourself. I'm like, wow, oh, thanks, guys. Thanks for the respect that you know, th- in return, <laughs> they're, they're like, like we're yeah. gonna
1: fire try to do the closest we can to firing you we can do,
0: yeah, oh, you found another job, oh, eat a dick. I hate you. I hope you die, Brandon. So what ended up happening was I knew this was gonna happen. I knew it wasn't gonna change and I know how these guys work. I know how all kind painting works located in uh oh crap, what are they called? uh crap, where are they located? Somewhere in Minnesota, <laughs> they, they they did this to their employees. They pay not enough to. And uh, I put up my hands or my my mouth, by the way, to do that effect. Anyway, so I just called my new boss and said, hey, can I just start <laughs> on, like, Monday? Because they're not going to have you work all week. And he's like, yeah, okay. So, yeah, I got, like, a whole week off and I started working again. And, uh. Yeah, that's my new my new life now. I start from seven to uh, uh, three thirty. It's great. It pays more money. It's something I enjoy doing. And uh, after ninety days, after this probation period, I I get a I get a nice a nice raise. Where I'm making more money and uh, feeling better about myself. So uh, let's speaking of uh, pigs. uh, Zach brought this up to my attention. Take it away.
1: Woo. Um, so apparently there was some research done in Pennsylvania State University where they uh, they found out p- pigs can play video games with their snouts. <laughs> <laughs> so they had these four pigs um, playing this uh, game where they're trying to keep the ball in the middle of the screen and just keep you know yeah, going from left to right with a, with a joystick. And apparently, even when the, the food machine broke down, that uh, would give them a reward for when they won, won the level. Yeah. They, they were still playing the game like they were <laughs> having fun.
0: <laughs> Which is interesting, because a lot of people don't think of animals as creatures that go out to have a lot of fun. Pigs are intelligent, too. People can forget. Oh, they're them. very smart creatures. They're intelligent, and unlike dogs, they're very clean, too. Pigs don't actually sweat. Did you know that? The whole term sweat like a pig doesn't make any sense because pigs Mm-mm. do not sweat. Pigs don't that's sweat. why they jump in the mud to cool off, because they don't have sweat glands. So if you want a cool pet, a pig might be a good way to go. Plus, they eat anything. And plus you can call your shout out, shut up, you fat pig. And your girlfriend will pop her head out of the window, like, what? You're like, oh I'm talking to the animal. She's like, Oh, okay, that's cool. You know, stuff like that. Not that I have experience. I mean, uh, yeah, that's why I'm single. Anyway so uh what is it saying? Oh yeah. What, it, what, what what do you think these pigs will end up playing next? Like Galaga? They'd be awesome if they played Galaga.
1: They slowly get better and better at playing video games and going from uh eventually they get to uh Pong first first person <laughs> shooters.
0: Kids <laughs> <laughs> you just get your ass handed to you by a pig in Call of Duty? Oh my gosh, the, those kids saved the most horrific shit already and now they're gonna have them lose to a
1: pig. Now you're just gonna die.
0: All these racial slurs flying throughout the servers. <laughs> pigs don't care because they're pigs. That'd be that'd be kind of would <laughs> be kind of humorous. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> I love to a piggy! But I can see pigs the next level is they get these pigs playing pong, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like when a pig starts to get his butt whooped, he gets super salty and angry. It starts attacking the controller. <laughs> oh man, I just, I just, uh, it's just a funny thought. Um, yeah, is, is that the whole story? Um, I mean, it wasn't much.
1: It was just like a, they just were really impressed that the the things could actually even play the game and comprehend it, and comprehend it at all. Uh, they got like they actually got pretty good scores. You know, responded pretty well most of the time.
0: That's so cool. <laughs> oh, I saw something with the researchers like, okay, so there's a I'm gonna have to section, but the researchers were still satisfied that the attempts were deliberate and focused rather than random, what they called above chance. That means that to some extent, in quotes, all acquired, all acquired the association between the joystick and the cursor movement. Kate Daniels from Willow Farm in Worcestershire told BBC Radio 4's Today uh, program that while the scientists might have been impressed, quote, this will come as a surprise to anyone I that works think. with pigs, unquote. I don't think this will come as a surprise with anyone who works with pigs. Yeah, because whoever knows pigs are pretty smart. Um, there's actually a pig farmer in there. Well, he used to do pigs. He doesn't do pigs anymore. He does only beef now. But oh, uh, does he? Yeah, he doesn't live far. He's in Cottage Grove. But anyway, he said he had pigs for a little bit, but uh, he has switched to cows because he said pigs are just a lot more things to manage. Mm-hmm. And he's up there in his age and, you know. And uh, so the last bit is she added, in quotes, they're not playing Minecraft, but they can manipulate a situation to get rewards. Is no surprise at all. So, yeah. But they should get these pigs playing Minecraft. Could you imagine what these pigs would come <laughs> up with?
1: How would they feel like in the beginning? Don't you have to kill a pig?
0: Oh no! <laughs> oh no! We're going to the dark territory. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's actually a game I... called Hambo. It's a real thing. Hambo? Hambo. But What's it's an action 52 game. You're just some sort of pig and you just. Go through platforming. You, you'd think it'd be like a pig that's Rambo, which would be amazing. That does sound pretty cool. Actually, isn't Hambo already a brand? I think it's a brand. Hold on. I'm looking this up. For those out there probably down south, they're probably yelling at me like, dude, everyone knows what Hambo is. It's it's a drink, you moron. How do you not know what Hambo is? I'll think of Haribo, aren't I? The gummy bear company? Har- yeah, Haribo. Hambo. Uh, okay, I googled it. It's a traditional dance. Huh. <laughs> I'm picturing dancing pigs now. So now, hey, we learned something today, Zach. Hambo is uh, it's a traditional dance. Popularized in the... Uh, so originated in Sweden in the 19th and 20th centuries. Hmm. Huh. It's a couple dance in time. Dance to music played to a strong accent on the first beat. A tempo that varies to moderate to fast. Sounds
1: um, pretty interesting.
0: Wow. So let's get back to more actual interesting things. In <laughs> podcast. Those pigs are cool, dude. I, I kind of want to pet. You know what? I'll, I'll give up my cat Zoe for a pig. I, I'll give her up. She's she's fat anyway. So I
1: like, might as well
0: get a pig. might as well get a pig. Oh, she's so cute. Uh, oh, no. I put her on a diet. I, I actually did take her to the Huge vet last hubby. weekend. I did. I keep forgetting the talk about but I took her to the vet last week and then and uh they're like, Oh yeah. Uh make sure they want me to get her more exercise by having her plant the other cat more often, mm-hmm. which I already was doing. And I had to buy this diet kitten food that it's expensive because it's not you can't like find it at Petsmart. I had to, like special order that crap. That hasn't come in yet though, but you know. Yeah. I ordered it from like uh, Chewy or something. I don't remember. Anyway, um, yeah. So that was that was kind of fun. Little tidbit. It also sounds like a really fun thing, Zach. What's that? You're gonna come on this cruise with me? Oh no! It's gonna happen. It sounds too expensive. <laughs> it's a cru- cruise. really not that expensive. It's a thousand prize. dollars. What? It says it starts at a thousand dollars. Does man. it? Yeah oh, looking at oh wow cabin start no it's for a cabin. Oh I don't know you do can split it for uh five hundred each. We're out for a week on a cruise, enjoying the Caribbeans, enjoying the, the sea life, the the people. And I think it'd be fun. It take it's in January though, isn't it? Is that when it is? Yeah, it's in um January. Oh, uh, we're gonna have uh, to wait another year. No. But I think if, I'm I'm down though. I mean, I have five hundred dollars in a year to spend. You know, I, at least I hope so. <laughs> I hope my financial situation doesn't suddenly get really bad. So this is kind of cool. So you're out for like a week. It's a uh, seven night Caribbean out of Miami. Mm-hmm. So I want to scroll down for me, Zach, real quick. So every day it looks like there's a tournament. No, on the first day and the last day, there's a tournament. It looks like. no January twenty third and January twenty eighth. Okay, so it's like two tournaments. The first one is two headed giant draft or modern constructed, which sounds awesome. Zach and I love two headed giant. Him and I are on a team often, and we have there's always some good strategies. I have twenty nine decks to pick from. All of them are unique, As so we're always able to come up with some so pretty many, fun
1: stuff. So many decks. How do you have thirty?
0: Uh. I have almost one color... Sorry, one deck for every color combination, including colorless. Although I am missing, I think, two or three... I think it's three uh, four-color decks. Mm-hmm. Because four-color commanders, there aren't that many. I think out of all, there's like a total of, like, seven or something like that. There just there aren't many. Which is kind of dumb. I think they should do more of those because the four-color commanders are really cool. So... Yeah. So anyway, uh more brain farts on my end.
1: I don't know, this just seems ridiculous. It I feels th- like it feels like it's an episode right out of Yu-Gi-Oh!.
0: Oh my gosh, yes, we'll end up on an island with the there'd be a grown everyone as nice we'll to cheat at a card. Yeah, I was gonna throw my cards off the boat. Like you like, no, my you know, my uh my blow lost deck. No, you'll never defeat me, yu gi You son of a bitch, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But it's casual play opportunities throughout the entire crew, Zach. Think about this. Think about this experience. We can spread the love of the podcast. We can talk to uh, people who. Uh... Oh, what the. Okay, check this. Event access. This includes an inclusive low price. We will receive an access booth to both event days and your choice of either event per day. Okay. see so two events, an exclusive. Of one-of-a-kind of playmat for this cruise, which it's well, it – whatever a a playmat. An exclusive pass carrying lanyard for event access. Wow, a oh. lanyard. Wow, slow down. A pack of sleeves. That seems kind of nice, but I guarantee you they're going to be those really crappy cheap ones mm-hmm. that are just like super slippery and they're all look the same and you only get 60 of them. Access a generous prize support. Oh, wow. Generous. Wow, I'm like, here's a keychain, guys wow, and uh, an opportunity to win exclusive prizes, which, what? It's like, wow, you get to win this this card, of uh, this land card, signed by uh, Melvin Brooks, and you're like, who's Melvin Brooks? And it's, it's like, oh, he's the guy who works the kitchen. <laughs> oh, great. It's, wow. it's, it's worth like $3. <laughs> Melvin Brooks, that's one heck of a kitchen staff, man. He's just he's just a he's just a line chef that's a line cook that's all he's just a line cook, but and guess what this all costs a hundred thirty dollars on top of the cabin price, wow maybe this it is a every, terrible idea.
1: Everybody wins one prize pack.
0: Wow, one wow.
1: Even and, if you don't win any rounds, but if you do win rounds, you get more packs.
0: Oh my god. But it doesn't say what kind of
1: booster packs. It just says Generous Booster Pack Prize Pool. So maybe they're like from like Eternal Masters 25. Maybe. Or, or maybe. Masters 25 Eternal Masters.
0: No. It's a Theros Beyond Death. They're trying to get rid of all those cards. They just have a booster box. To that make that it crack. sound
1: like they have like really good prize pool. Like uh, Dragons of... Uh, cons of t- here. Oh yeah. like, This is me. Bearden and all these cool <laughs> blocks. No, basically, it's just only from Throne
0: of Eldraine. Oh, <laughs> Throne of Eldraine. Throne Beyond Death or time Oh, wow, more duplicates. Thank you, Magic. I'm glad I spent $1,200 <laughs> on this cruise. But It says, I love this, it's in bold. It's in bold. One grand prize winner will take home a one-of-a-kind custom deck box. Whoa. Who can't? Uh,
1: this deck box better be made out of gold. Like <laughs> It needs to be super fancy, worth spending how much? It's an
0: Ultra Pro or something. Watch, Ultra Pro makes good stuff. It's like, it's like an Ultra Pro, but it's tie dye. Whoa! This looks really crappy. Those look really crappy, but I think we might be surprised. It's
1: literally, I think it's just like you're booking a cruise. But hey, we're throwing in Magic the Gathering as an added bonus.
0: (laughs) See? Whatever I let's just just do it for the cruise. I'm mostly in it for the cruise. For the cruise. For the cruise. Plus, there's a pool on this cruise ship. You know, you can yeah. go swimming. You know, there's there's a buffet. There's women. At least for me, there's women. Yeah, swimming. for you. For, yeah, I don't need women. And then I'll be in that room. Yeah. Wait, what am I talking about? This is a Magic the Gathering cruise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's Where's like the three speak? women on the entire the only, damn
1: boat. The only women who are going to be playing are going to be people who are already taken, Brandon.
0: Yeah, I know because. That's kind of a dream, gal. You know,
1: for some people. Or it's gonna be a bunch of dudes' girlfriends going on with the cruise at this. And be like, Come don't... on,
0: babe, let's go. And be like, ah, I came for the cruise. I don't care about your stupid game. Well, babe, you can get this really cool.
1: Oh, uh, you can't click on the picture.
0: You can't. We're okay, but it has a balcony. That's kind of cool. You know what? That's I. I honestly think we should still do it. It'd be a fun time. I don't know. It'd be a fun time. So. Dude, look at that. Harvest K, like, dude, we're like going to like yeah, you go to the, the Caribbean. We took like, yeah, we're gonna hit different places in the Caribbean. We we can explore, tour around. I think it'd be very good for us. Plus, we can have the podcast on the cruise. And update a podcast. update the so, cause it seriously, with Add time with Anchor, you can uh, you can upload anywhere through your phone. We can do that, and it'd be kind of cool to do the podcast on the cruise. And plus, if we magically become popular, you know, just by some random act of God, it'd be kind of cool be able to recognize, like, oh my god, you're those idiots who spent too much money on this cruise, too. It'd be great, <laughs> I don't know, it's a lot of money, a thousand dollars. This, you know what, I would go. If this cruise decides to sponsor us in every episode, we will uh, talk about this cruise a little bit. I feel like
1: they'll sponsor somebody. And they're going to sponsor us.
0: Mm-hmm. They totally should sponsor us with all the four people who listen to our podcast. Thanks, y'all. So, <laughs> thank- <laughs> seriously, it does mean a lot. We're just coming out of nowhere. And just you know, And also coming out of nowhere, let's
1: talk about the card of the week. <laughs> I see how it is. Uh, we're going to talk about um, Hushbringer from Throne of Eldraine.
0: Speaking of Throne of Eldraine,
1: <laughs> speaking of it, yes. So it's a one white, one generic for a creature fairy that's a one two with flying lifelink that stays. I don't know I how to lifelink. Yeah, it's lifelink. Oh, nice. It's, you know, gain one one life. <laughs> When it attacks and probably dies. It says, creatures entering the battlefield or dying don't cause abilities to trigger.
0: So there's a lot of nice things. that. There's a lot of really powerful ETB decks, which I'm making right now, by the way. So the whole idea is I, cards die and they pop back on the battlefield. And I get those, whatever I need to get. And Hushbringer is a good shutdown card. There's a lot of decks that do really good stuff just entirely around that. And this shuts that down. This is, a, I think, a general good card if you're doing, like, a, a Zurius deck or what I call a Lockdown deck, which is, like, I'm yeah. keeping you from doing anything. It's just a it's a cheap Lockdown card. That's the way I look at it. And I, my, my Zurius deck, I bought the Precon for uh, Kalheim. So it's a Fortel deck. So it's focused right Reynolds Exile uh-huh. and uh, Lockdown. So keep my opponents from really doing anything. Like I did it before. Yeah, I'm gonna have a very fun time
1: at playing. Right.
0: Oh yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's good for just a lockdown ability. Um, do you think there are any good combos with it? No, because this is combo breaker. Combo. combo breaker. So if you have this card in your deck, you have to be sure to plan accordingly. Or if you have any. Like ETB trigger, don't load up your deck with ETB triggers, and then have this in there because they're <laughs> gonna shut yourself down too, and there goes most of your strategy. So you know, once again, just be sure what you're looking at when you're looking at these cards. I recently had a card that was in my uh, sacrifice deck, um, and the uh, problem with it was is that the card, I kept, what the card would do is, uh, it would exile cards um, as soon as it hit my uh, graveyard. And my idea is to pull back out of my graveyard to sacrifice them again. So that, that combo doesn't work, but I'm constantly <laughs> exiling stuff. Yeah. So I had to get rid of that. That doesn't work. No. Heather does a relationship with my girlfriend. Damn it. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a lot of girlfriend jokes because there's this really cute girl I've been talking to lately. And she's on my mind. Anywho, she's a model too. It's kind of, like, oh, wow. Like amateur. She doesn't make money on it. She's not like Victoria's Secret. You know?
1: Yeah, only when you get a uh, to become a really good magic player
0: player that's when you get them oh, that's key. when women come in. yeah we all we all know women are like oh do you spend too much money on a, on a card game? oh do you do you like sit for hours playing with your f- sweaty friends? <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's what I want in my life. No, there's probably a lot of people that are like we're befriended hey. I'm the sweaty, greasy, fat dude, too. You can't be upset. (laughs) I'm making fun of myself, too. We're in this boat together. You know who we're talking about. You've been to conventions, too, probably.
1: Probably. Have
0: you ever had any good conventions? Have you ever been to a convention before? I've only been to
1: one convention. It was very small. It was actually in a church. Oh, wow. It's called Eagle uh, Anime Convention.
0: I heard about that. Yeah, that's a that's a high school thing, isn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. i I remember uh, going to uh, what you call it. I remember being in high school, I'm like, hey, there's a anime convention, you know. And uh, I remember uh, I never went, but someone told me it's just a bunch of high school kids, and I was like, that's weird. Yeah, but, it's... but the the reason is because uh, schools don't want to get too involved with like bigger conventions because uh, I didn't know this, but apparently in like 2000 and 2010. There's a huge concern for predators which show up at conventions. I didn't know this, and apparently it's been a problem where predators would appear at conventions looking for kids and shit. And so some conventions have an 18-plus or 16-plus rule attached to them. That's why a lot of them do that. Oh, and wow. I didn't know that. Because the think about it, a lot of these conventions are attached to hotels. Just predators there, you know.
1: Yeah, because I went to this convention when I was in
0: uh, middle school. Yeah. And they, they want to keep the kids together. They don't want, they don't want too many adults around. Huh. So someone explained that to me. I think that's kinda crazy. I actually almost got my bag stolen there. <laughs> oh, that's pretty bad.
1: Yeah, I was like I go finding I couldn't find it and then eventually I looked I found it in a room that I never went in the whole night. Oh, that's and then and then when I got home it, I actually had someone's house keys in it. It had like a Naruto like a, a Naruto keychain with like Gara on it. It was really
0: cool. But was I was like, like I was like, I don't even know whose keys these are. Well they had a common, they stole your bag. Yeah, keys in there, and you're like, "Oh, it's my bag. I'm taking my bag." Back. But luckily, I didn't have
1: anything in there. Really, I had like a water bottle. Dang. Well,
0: that's, that's good. You didn't have anything in there, but I just be upset. Like, don't don't take my stuff. You know, my stuff is cool, especially with gaming collection too. Like, I get like I already told you, I'm paranoid about people being in my being in my room or my basement, or mm-hmm. whatever. Because people have stolen stuff from me and before, and they're like, "I told you about the Mega Man Two Legends story." Have I talked about that in this podcast? I might talk about that at some point. Essentially, I had a friend who was a crappy friend who tried doing something really crappy with uh, with an expensive game I have. Mm-hmm. How much is Mega Man Legends Two now? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up real quick. Uh, brain fart. Brain fart. You want to talk so we don't have dead air. Oh, so <laughs> just
1: making me do stuff. Here's well back to that cruise ship thing. I I just don't know if it's even worth it. Maybe it is. I think I think only worth it if you look at the cruising part aspect of it. Not like you're there to play magic. I don't think you're gonna get your value out of that way. For sure, no. It literally says you get 250 minutes of internet for the whole week. Wait, what?
0: You only get 250 minutes of internet. I oh, don't we using the internet, though. Like I so said, there's babes. We'd be like, touring and stuff.
1: Like, I like said there's be...
0: babes? What? You say there's babes? No. We're, oh. we are be touring and stuff. You <laughs> <Like, laughs>
1: said there would be babes there. And I was like, I mean, I'm I probably get, went over this, Brandon.
0: Am I, I getting drunk? All are the girls there? The girls there. I want to do them. I forget that reference <laughs> it's a really old video all right i just not got up much in price uh making my lunches too is 86 dollars right now according to price charter huh that's kind of cool that's neat yeah, i have it complete because i bought it when it came out so hooray so good news we are maybe one of the first podcasts to talk about the brand freaking new announcement about the newest MTG block coming out. It's called Strix Strict Strix, Strix Haven. It's such a weird weird thing. Now this is all about so remember how before we talked about uh um Theros because um like athletics and stuff. Mhm because of Nico Ayers, they're moving on to, like, colleges now. This is actually, like, Harry Potter shit, which it is. It's, so there's, there's pretty much, like, five houses. And they're called colleges, but they're, they're houses. Let's be honest here. And every house has a double color that they represent. So the first one is Lorehold. It, the, there's, like, a picture There's a picture like, display, like, to show off every college. And it looks like a locks down looking at that um, red mask spell that was like a common card it's an equip card mm-hmm. but i can't remember what it's called but so uh, let's see, apparently this is uh a red and white and so this whole we're not gonna talk about the lore because i don't care about that i care about the cards we care about the cards so the, f- the first card they're showing off is a three generic a red and a white it's an instant and you, it's one of those choose two and you get four options you can create a three two red and white spirit token creatures you control get plus one plus zero and gain indestructible and haste until end of turn see that effect right there is really good a lore hold command deals three damage to any target target player gains three life sacrifice permanent then draw two cards so what you can really do is pay five create that white spirit blow it up right away this has a lot of use for actually off the bat. It plays off itself, the two Yeah, effects. I didn't even
1: think about that until now. Yeah. Or, or maybe get the the creature and then use the creature you control, get bonus and indestructible in case you need a an invasion. indestructible blocker for some reason or just an indestructible creature.
0: Or it's when it hit you really quick. <clears throat> yeah. See, it's really good, especially for standard. That'd be really good for yeah, it's standard.
1: A, it's a very good... Um, like, I guess, answer card, like, whatever you need, it will it will help out in a way you need for your Boros deck for sure. Yeah,
0: so the next one is Prismari. It looks like there's a troll, sexy troll lady. Oh, no, mm. uh, the vampires <laughs> from Resident Evil can get out of here, all right? Mm. Oh, no. So, anyway, um, <laughs> so this is uh. This is uh is it uh blue red? And we're looking right here, there's prismari Command. All these command. So right here's prismari Command, it's a one generic, one blue, one red. You choose two. Prismary command deals two damage to any target. That's not as good as the one above, but whatever. This is cheaper too. Target player draws two cards, then it's cards two cards. Ooh, with madness. <laughs> target player creates a treasure token. And Destroy Target Artifact. And you choose two. This one doesn't really play off itself that much. as Not as much as the other one. I still one, think but. it's
1: a decent answer card for an uh, Is It Colors. Yeah, it's an instant too.
0: I mean, yeah. I, mean, I, I still have problems with Is It. I feel like there's just not enough to deal with Is It. I swear. I tried. I can't it's figure sort it out. It's
1: a lot of comboing off of other cards and making sure... Hey, this card's going to deal five, this card's going to deal another seven, this one's going to do this. I'm going to draw six six cards, which deal seven damage to you.
0: I'm just struggling to get get it to work well. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know people can. I'm just struggling to figure out how I want to do so it. So you're saying it is a little hard. It's hard. It's That's one of the harder cards to deal. It's that one Boral, so the two color combinations I actually struggle with the mm-hmm. most. So Quandrix... Math is magic. It looks like Kaya, but it's not Kaya. Which, because she has glasses. I mean, the hair's She has the same hair as Kaya. Mm -hmm. A little picture they have. So, Quandrix Command. It is a uh, Simic. It's one. uh, Green and a blue. Uh, Another instant. Choose two. Return target creature or planeswalker to its owner's hand. Uh, Counter target artifact or enchantment spell. That is awesome. Put two plus one plus one counters on target creature. Nice. Just that's actually does that's quite a bit, really. Target player shuffles up to three target cards from their graveyard into their library. All right. So there's a lot going on here. Um, this is essentially just get crap off the battlefield or buff something. And most I, th- I feel like it's more just get stuff off the battlefield. It's really, you. it's best for an instant like the other two. Like this one's really for instant. It's a very
1: a- answering for almost anything. You need a strong creature so you don't take an attack. You need uh, these cards to go back in your library to recast them later on. Yep. And
0: I feel like the th- third ability put two plus one plus one counters or something. Like, yeah, so like I can return a play- creature planes work well to your hand. But what i do with the other thing, you know, if, if I uh, use this as a sorcery, for example. I can't counter anything and usually putting cards back in my library doesn't help me out that much. So it's nice to have the plus one plus one counters too to yeah,
1: get that's more, pretty cool.
0: more benefit. Silver quill, sharp style. Sharper wit. And this the, the picture that's shown is this really edgy goo guy. Yeah, he looks kinda like yeah, like this he looks smug as shit playing with goo. They're uh, they are magic magicians of words and inspire battle poetry. Wow, so he's a rapper. Okay. <laughs> he looks like a rapper. He looks like a shitty SoundCloud rapper. All he needs is gold teeth, like Tech 6 6'9, and he's all set to go. So, Silver Quilt Command. Choose two. Target creature gets plus three, plus three, and gains flying to end of turn, which is great. Oh, that's no, right. This is two generic white black. This is Orzov. Return target creature. So, anyway, the next ability is uh. this is a sorcery, by the way. This is not an
1: instant. No.
0: Return target creature card with mana value two or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. And uh, I think that's kind of nice, you know, mm-hmm. two or less. I mean, it's not crazy, but this is four. You doing two things with four mana, so you can't be too picky. Target player draws a card and loses one life. Eh, I think that's a bonus effect. You know, I wouldn't use it to do that. And a target opponent sacrifices a creature, which... I think is probably its best ability, actually. Pretty neat. It's pretty neat, man. And we have Witherbloom, which is... Golgari. Which is a really sexy-looking green giant lady. <laughs> she Eat looks our like, vegetables. Green giant. Ho, ho, ho.
1: I mean, it literally says goth bio-majors.
0: Does it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really like those... Uh, uh, <laughs> those uh but but bottomy the writing zombie crocs oh wow okay so this is witherbloom command oh this is a zombie okay that's kind of a zombie zombie kind of college witherbloom command is also a sorcery target player mills three cards then return a land card from your graveyard to your hand that's pretty good because this is just a black and a green this is cheap it's cost. really
1: cheap. You're right. It's,
0: so it helps you find mana. Second ability, destroy target, non-creature, non-land, permanent. Yeah, is it right? Target, non-creature, non-land. Yeah. With mana cost value two or less, which is, eh, I can't think of a few artifacts that someone might use that's two or less, you know, for yeah. artifact. It's So artifact or enchantment. That's what it is. Unless it's a cheap god. There are no two-cost cheap gods, are there? There might be one, two cost God. Oh, there is not. I don't think there is. I don't think there is. I think the lowest is three. Target creature gets minus one, three, minus one to un-turn, which is really nice, actually. That I could save her bot. That's interesting. And target opponent loses two life, and you gain two life.
1: You know, what I noticed on this card what when it says uh, one of the one of the options to choose from where it says destroy target non-creature non-land permanent with mana value two or less, not. Converted mana cost, mana value.
0: What's the difference?
1: I think it's the same thing. I just I just I'm just, I just <laughs> noting that they changed the uh, the wording inf- the wording.
0: Wonder why.
1: Did I people- mean, I think maybe I, th- I don't know, maybe there is a difference between mana value than CMC. I don't think there can I mean I think it's maybe like how they just updated the word mill. Yeah. They just incorporated that. I think they're trying to maybe make it so there's not so much wording on cards these days.
0: To be fair, I know somebody who tried to argue that mana cost is uh the, ca- the cast vol- cast price and like the ca- anything that like if a creature has ability, that counts in that too. I was like, that's not how it works. But maybe he was right. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe he's I right. don't think he was right. I don't at think all. he was right at all. So let's go. Uh is that the last of the college? Is that all five? Yes. So the cool thing is, remember uh, Zach brought this up. Zach, do you want to talk about this a little bit here? Yeah.
1: So Sabrina so was, was showing me about this and how they, he was showing me these. How apparently, they made some really cool alternate art for a few cards, like a demonic tutor, Optin, Swords of Plowshare, all really great cards themselves.
0: That but, demonic tutor uh, is worth so much. But then I fucking. But I noticed
1: is that the style of art, and they, they're calling it a mystical archive, which to me sounds like they're bringing back uh, masters. Se- Master Series, I think that's called.
0: They kind of did it for Caldheim, didn't they? For, like, that booster box or the special edition? No, because
1: it's different. It's a – this will normally come in the the regular booster box as well. Okay. But you just have a chance, a very, very slim chance. I think, like, getting a Mythic Rare is probably, like, one in 100 or one in 50 or something like that. And getting one of these cards with their – with the card design – it's like one in a few thousand. Oh, dang. It's really rare that you actually pull one of them. That's why, like, even a card that's really bad, that maybe the only, it's not bad. The fact that it might just only cost $1 in its only condition. In this condition, it might cost, you know, five times the, the price or so, if not more. Dang. And they
0: do look really nice. They do. They are really pretty. They're not like, so they're not super, I like, can also have the alternate arts they do sometimes. Or just like the stained glass thing they did, or what Eldrain did. Not Eldrain. Um, Eldrain did it too. They had like very minimalistic color. I wasn't a big fan of that. Yeah. And uh, I just, I like more, give me more color. And they added a lot of color, but it's still very like, how do I Not 2D ish, but it already is 2D. I don't know how to describe it. It's not as flat looking. That makes sense. So. Anyway, so that's not the only thing this is offering too. They're doing some really cool with this as well. I hope they're they're not bringing back brawler decks. I wish they'd make more brawler decks because that uh, would be cool. did that, and I was like, oh, that was really cool because you know I bought I think about all of them. I think about it. I did end up buying all of them. My I have a deck called the Flying Fox deck. It's counter and entirely flyers, and it's uh, it's really I love it. It's I have uh. Aliyah, Aliyah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a commander for that deck. So it's kind of cool. The Fairy. The Fairy?
1: The Fairy. The f- oh, yeah, the Fairy. Oh, and apparently there's going to be five commander decks with this.
0: Oh, my God. You're right. One for each school. Oh, man. That's a lot of money. Oh, that's a lot of money. They're probably doing the $20 versions, too. Though. Featuring
1: 81 new cars in total.
0: Wow wow okay all right so that's they're doing that which is really freaking cool and we're all excited about that I gotta buy them all now because that's I'm oh. an addiction I have a problem uh so well the good news is like it might help me out like buff up my uh, one of my 29 decks <laughs> <laughs> so I have to buy a new probably card binders yeah yeah
1: like 40 decks
0: yeah so the pack, so they're doing some cool packaging too so normally normally uh, booster packs have like a picture of like one or two or three pictures on them there's five and each one looks like maybe like the uh the uh head of each college and the uh on the packs strict saving school of majors and they're kind of cool looking do you think they're gonna bring up the price of these booster packs too since they've slowly been doing that yeah uh, I hope they don't i hope they don't they piss off a lot of people with calhyme um, so they're doing something else really cool, too. Um, I just keep saying they're doing something else cool, but it's true. So you know how they have color-themed boosters? They're never worth it. It's 35 cards, and you get, like, duplicates a lot. But I feel like in this one, they're not going to get that as much because mm-hmm. there are 35 cards as right for color-themed boosters, but there's five, one for each college. So there's two color boosters. So, you know, you get your Orzov, you get your white-black, a black green. There's a red uh, blue. There's a red white and a green blue. So that's different too. So still, still five uh, color theme boosters. But once again, these are uh, wow. I'm full of brain farts today. If
1: I just stop eating brain beans. Yeah, don't eat brain beans. Um, so each one is the theme based off of each uh, school. Or not school, each... um yeah, a college. College. Yeah, each each college uh, of, like, Silver Quail, Sarah Bloom, Prismari, uh, Laura Whithold,
0: and Quandrix. Which is mathematics and magic, which is kind of cool. Math yeah. is important. Math is cool. Especially for, it's like, science. So I think that's all we have to talk about so far on the new upcoming... Uh, Strix, Strix, what's it? How do you pronounce that? Strix. Strixhaven? Strixhaven. Thank you. That's all we have on that.
1: Actually. there uh, more? This just in. Oh. So apparently, um, there's these really cool Japanese alternate art versions for the mythical, uh, mystical archive cards that are going to be inspired by traditional Japanese paintings.
0: That's cool, but they're, they're Japanese too.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're in Japanese, but I mean, these the cards that are in there are the, you know everyone knows these cards. You're like, oh, this is an opt, okay. Oh, yeah, I know that card. Plus solar source, Yeah, I know that one. Or the effects so simple that you would know, you should know it off the top of your head. I mean, look at the card art though, Brandon. Like, uh, the demonic tutor is like this giant. Um, it's very simplistic, but it's really cool. Like a demon ogre, who's with about a baseball to- bat. <laughs> he looks like a baseball man. He, he's he looks he looks like he's about to attack this uh samurai reading samurai who's reading scrolls with a bunch of blood around. Then Opt is this um princess who's reaching out to the stars above
0: with halos everywhere. She reminds me of Tammy a
1: little bit. And then Source of Plowshare is a ronin or a, a Japanese samurai. Just uh with the hope. He's got the original um with the hoe, so it looks very similar. It so plays... It's
0: not it's hoe night, and it's not about women.
1: But... <laughs> it plays into the original card art of the original Swords to Plowshare," where it's um, a farmer turning into a soldier.
0: I think. Isn't it's like cool. who Mulan' originally was when she worked... wasn't her dad like an owner of a farm or something? Like no,
1: that? her father was was in the military. Oh, was he? Yes, he was.
0: Okay, it's kind of cool. Yeah. All right. So that's all we have for uh, Strix. For Magic, Strix, I think, for the day. Th- whatever. So I think we're going for Magic for now. We're going to go on to something else. Uh, Our boy, Posty. In Pokemon. Posty. Well, oh, there is this trailer uh, like a week ago. But we we wanted to get to it last week, but we didn't get around to it because stuff was going on. But on YouTube, they dropped an official – on the U- official Pokemon channel, it's Post Malone walking up about to do a show – he says something not important. And then, bam! He turns into this weird-ass-looking cartoon character. He's like a Pokemon trainer. He looks like a Pokemon trainer. And you can get a special Pikachu that knows us, that, knows us, that can do something. Yes, some the during,
1: uh, during the same day of the concert, you can... I'm um, oh, sorry, two days before the the concert, you'll be able to uh, get a Pikachu that can learn seeing like Brandon had said. And then the concert date... Is on it's on for the Pokemon Sword and Shield, uh, and then
0: so the Pokemon Go tour, apparently, too. Oh, that's something. That, oh,
1: so you can watch it on a Pokemon's official YouTube channel, Twitch channel, and their 25th anniversary
0: website, which is cool, but it's all at the same time, it's just animated. I thought, it, happened to just I thought you were gonna be able to a watch song, it, and then they were like, Hey, what we're gonna do is we're gonna make animate him, and then we're gonna put it. <laughs>
1: You know, I scream. thought it was gonna be cool. I thought it was like he would be in the game.
0: That'd be cool if he was. But like, there's not. an event
1: you like. You go to. You take your character to an area. They did that in Fortnite. That's what Fortnite, I thought it was gonna be like. I thought
0: it was that too. Looking at, but I guess not.
1: Um, but apparently the for those of you who are interested of the four people, uh, it's on Pokemon Day, which is February the twenty seventh. It's going to be at seven p.m. Eastern time and four p.m. Pacific time. So. Mark it down on the calendars in case you want to see the posty Pokemon concert. Maybe Snorlax will make an appearance. Jigglypuff might put posty to sleep. We don't know.
0: But you should go
1: and see it.
0: <laughs> post. And have a great time. So, this is not just an uncommon gamers podcast. This is an uncommon post Malone podcast. That's right. We are now a post Malone <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I think, I think the best part is, like, Zach and I, were not crazy. We're not super fans of Post Malone. Like, I like him and all. He's not a bad guy, but then uh, – It's like we're yeah. not crazy about him, but he keep Wherever I go, like, look up gaming news, he always appears. <laughs> yeah, like, I think – We don't, we talked about him last week with uh, Magic. I saw another thing about him. He Apparently – So, apparently, there's a – There's a story that's published about him playing Smash Brothers. Nothing spectacular. He's just playing Smash Brothers with some of his roadies. And so (laughs) I thought to make an article on it. And I'm like... Oh, that's great. So everywhere I go, there's Post Malone doing stuff that's insignificant sometimes. Wow, he plays Smash Brothers, one of the most popular games of all time? That's crazy. Next you're going to tell me he plays Call of Duty. (laughs) It's such an obscure title. But yeah, good old fashioned post Malone. Like yeah, so that was a little fun, little uh, tidbit we thought we'd put in here. You know, um, what else do we got? What else we got, boy? What else is that on our agenda? Our agenda? Uh oh. So this is the main bread and butter of uh, tonight's podcast. Mm-hmm. Tonight we're gonna talk about twenty. Uh, we're on, it's on the verge. Because I didn't watch Nintendo Direct because I don't want to sit there for hours watching something I'm not. I'm only invested in a few games. I don't have to I don't care about all this other stuff that's coming out. I'm not a Nintendo fanboy, so I love Nintendo, don't get me wrong. But uh, so there's a few things coming out for Nintendo. Uh, coming up pretty soon, uh, as announced in the direct. Um So the first thing uh, they announced a few things like uh, there will be Outer Worlds coming out, which I think I already knew, and Fall Guys, uh, which I don't. Oh, oh, Outer Worlds is called not Outer Worlds. My bad. Outer Worlds should be on the Switch. I think it already is. So the so one of the first things that um, so we're gonna go through this in order. We're gonna give you our reaction to them. So the first thing is Splatoon Three. Which I am beyond ex- – I'll get into it. So the problem with – I got – I played Bot Splatoon the day it came out, the first one on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. It was a great time. I played it for hundreds of hours. I had a great never time. I played the game. Oh, it's super fun. It's a great shooter, but the idea isn't to kill everyone. Mm-hmm. It is to cover the entire map and as much of your ink as possible. Gotcha. I think I played a
1: game kind of like that.
0: So there's strategy and, yeah, killing people helps, but it's not – it doesn't help a ton. You know, it slows down the progress, which helps you. So, so third installment. So um, after that came out, let me get back to this, more about Splatoon. problem the first Splatoon is a lot of cheaters started to appear. It was easy to hack the game. You could go on Google and f- literally just download a hack on a flash drive, plug it into your Wii U, and you were invincible or or you're, you did one-hit yep. kills. And stuff like that, and people just got sick of it, like I did, and I just stopped playing Splatoon entirely mm-hmm. because I'm I'm not having fun when I can't, when it's impossible for me to play the game. Once one dude is dominating everyone else, Splatoon comes two comes out. It does apparently better than the first one because it's on the Switch, but the cheating got even worse. Um, it was so bad they apparently canceled some tournaments because the cheating was so bad. Really? Yeah. And well, see, the problem was, too, was, is it's peer-to-peer, which means it's your switch connecting to someone else's switch. There's no actual central server to regulate everything. Right. So there's slowdown. There was uh, bugs. And hacks are super easy to do because the point of that central server, it also checks for, like, inconsistency. So if you're cheating, it will detect that and go, boom, you're booted. It knows you're cheated. Um, so split two and three is coming out and I didn't watch much, like I said, I didn't watch it direct, but I pray they stop doing this peer to peer bull crap. Cause it doesn't work well. Um, they're apparently going to have new weapons. Of course they're going to have new weapons and it looks like from what I said, I didn't watch the whole thing, mind you, but it looks like they're going to be having like an actual adventure mode, like a really good one single player experience single player experience and i hope they do that because uh, splatoon 2 had an expansion it's called the octo expansion mm-hmm. and it's a it's like a campaign people apparently really liked that and uh so i'm hoping this splatoon 3 is going to be worth having i'm not going to buy it right away i got to see how bad the cheating is you know
1: right cuz there's no point in playing it if you can only play half the game
0: yeah cuz i don't cuz it's a you play for online. You don't play for the story mode. Although this one, you might be playing for the story. I'm not sure. Uh Next thing on the on here is Skyward Sword is making a comeback. Now the only thing is,
1: it's just remastered. It, it's
0: remastered. That's all it is. It's just HD. They did that with Wind Waker, and they did it with Twilight Princess. They know which
1: people will buy it.
0: I was okay with. Now I never played Skyward Sword because it's on the Wii. And well, I've played I played it, and I hated it. The Wiimote was a piece of, I'm sorry, to people, but it's a piece of garbage. It wasn't responsive. There's so many times in the game where you have to hold a sky, sword skyward and charge up and do attack. And some enemies, you didn't have much time to do that. So, you're trying to get hold of arms arm in the air to do the thing. And Link's arm kept flicking everywhere because the <laughs> Wii remote couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. That's this funny. Wii remote's a piece of shit. It's just garbage. I hated the Wii because they kept shoving motion controls down your throat all the time. The best games like Mario Odyssey didn't do that. But most games, they just shoved in their throat the entire time and it didn't work well. And so that 90% I of the Wii games does work
1: garbage. I think one of the... It doesn't
0: work good enough for games that require precision. Is that what you're going to
1: say? No, I think games that just, like, aren't, like, super fast response time are great for the Wii controls.
0: But that's, like, a lot... It's just so damaging. I just hated it. So, but I'm excited for this. It's apparently going to use the motion controls again from the Joy-Cons. Hopefully... Since those have the more advanced technology and let the uh, – what are those called? The gyroscope and everything, better gyroscope technology and everything. Yeah. And the feedback. I've been feeling like they're going use the a feedback when holding your sword straight up. It would be really nice if they did that. So you know, okay, I'm holding it right. It's in the right direction. Hopefully they get fix fixed out of the bugs. Because apparently Skyward Sword it was a really good game despite its controls. And that's what bothered me is despite – I've heard people have the same complaint where it had terrible controls. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they can make those controls better, I'll definitely check it out because it's... I like Breath of the Wild, which I f- felt like wasn't really your standard Zelda game. It was more of a open-world kind of game where you just can do whatever. This... Skyward Sword had progression. And that's what... That's the thing about Zelda does best is with just progression. You explore a temple, you get a new item, you can use to explore more of the world. It's... That's what's the ma- that's the magic of Zelda. Like what's coming up next, and so I will more than likely buy a Skyward Sword on the Switch. More than likely. Plus, consider what Nintendo does with Monster HD remakes; they add a little bit of something, not a lot, but a little bit of something. Uh, when Waker had the uh, the sale where you didn't have to change wind, wind uh directions all the time, um, they for uh. Twelve Princess—they added amiibo support, and I think there's like another little thing they added. And I'm curious to see what they're going to add to Skyward Sword. now uh, Do you got any other thoughts?
1: No, I mean it's just I just nice—they new updated version, and people, you know, who didn't have the Wii or never play this can play this now on something they already have. That's nice.
0: Yeah, I agree. And plus, actually, the nice thing too is um, when we came out it was for casual gamers. And a lot of people are like, well, I'm a hardcore You know, like these harder games. These games require precision, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the more serious gamers, a lot of people this just glossed over the Wii. And now that the Wii, uh, the Switch, actually has like, the third-party support for all these more of these hardcore gamers, people who love, like, these more difficult games that require more precision and blah, 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 I think these guys get to finally get to play a good Zelda game, like a Zelda game they want. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to buy it. And I'm thinking about it. And uh, so next on our agenda is Mario Golf. Mario Golf? Yeah. Yeah. So it's been, what, since 2003 in the GameCube and the last Mario Golf game came out? Yeah. They keep making Mario Tennis, which is all right, but they're kind of the same thing. And we're going to see what this evolution of Mario Golf is going to be. And it looks like there's even four-player simultaneous gameplay, which I'm curious to see about. So there's a speed golf kind of thing where you hit the ball and you have to run to the ball every time. There's special pops you get. It's like a golf race kind of thing, which is really kind of cool. Yeah, it seems like
1: even if you, let's say you're not the first person, you're you're the best player, you can still get a little bonus for playing maybe the fastest game. Yeah, doesn't mean you're gonna win
0: necessarily, but there's also a story mode they're including, which is really cool, which I think is awesome. You can like it's RPG mechanics. That sounds interesting. So it's, Mar- so it's uh, Mario Golf Rush, I think it is. Super Rush. Super Rush, yeah. So it looks really... Available June 25th. So I'm excited about this. I love Mario Golf on this Nintendo 64. I had a great time playing it. Um, yeah, just awesome. So you can use motion controls too. And what surprised me is they didn't have Mario Golf on the Wii. The Wii of all things. This, this game was made for motion controls. And they didn't take advantage of it. That's weird. But yeah, I love Mario Golf. Uh, the one on the Nintendo 64, and that was bare bones. And apparently, the one after that on the GameCube, they added a lot more stuff to it. Mm-hmm. And this new one, the Super Rush, looks like a blast. I just we just you can watch the Trez Luigi just plow through people. Everyone's running, just it's just havoc. Like it just looks so hectic. I, I'm gonna buy this game too. It looks like a looks like a hoot knife. So, what the hell? Those weird characters, Mario Golf had too, like Sunny. Um, I think Daisy's first appearance is Action Mario Golf as well. Nice, Sunny. I can't remember all the other characters, but I know there's like three weird characters who are never a Nintendo game that have no reason to be in there. So, um, nothing is just Mario theme stuff or Animal Crossing. Whoop you do, Fall Guys. Nobody cares about Fall Guys much anymore. So uh, yeah, platform battle royale. Yeah, that yep. Yeah. So Fall Guys, I mean, it looks fun, but it's not like it's whatever. It's just it's not that it really Seems like next time, like uh, it's just a like, port, Among right? Us was kind of cool. Which is weird people compare this game to Among Us, even though they're completely different games. I'm sure, the characters look similar, but they are just <laughs> Among Us is a who done it mystery murder game, and <laughs> this is a, a platformer, like I said, battle royale. So there's this is making an... Open uh, knockout is going to port a Nintendo Switch, which is whatever. New Smash characters are coming out for the Battle Pass Two, which is awesome. They're releasing two characters actually at once, Pyra and Mithra from Xenoblade Chronicles, and uh, which is cool because Xenoblade Chronicles could use a little bit more love. Um, I've only played Xenoblade Chronicles X, which I have a love-hate relationship for it. It's not my kind of game. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think uh, Shulk was kind of cool. Have you, you played Shulk yet? Play with Shulk? Uh, not really, no. Okay, well, he's a, he's a pretty cool character. And I, I'm excited for more characters. Apparently, I heard a lot of my friends say Sephiroth isn't very exciting. Mm-hmm. He's not really combo heavy. He just has a long sword, and that's about it. And I do not know why they even added Sephiroth. I mean, think about it. Um, first, cloud it made sense because they just announced the remake for Final Fantasy VII, and to this day, I don't think Final Fantasy VII has ever been on a Nintendo console, even like, like you know, like uh, probably seven, like on the digital store, or anything. So it's like, why, why, like, Sephiroth is a crappy villain. He's not. Ex- I'm sorry, he's not excited. Maybe in the new remake, he's cool, but he's boring. Hey, I've been given god powers. I'm gonna kill you all now. What? Bruh. And you can try to just find all you want, but deep down you all know it's stupid. So. Um. But anyway, these new characters are kind of cool. Um we don't have a ton of time this episode as much as I thought we would have. But we'll get into these uh, characters probably later on, at a, probably next week. Age of Calamity, uh the Hero Wars, Age of Calamity, which is a new is that even out yet? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it Howard Warriors is Dynasty Wars both the Zelda skin on it, which is really cool. Um, Howard Warriors, like the original game was on the Wii U, and then there's a port of it to the 3DS, and there's another port of it later on somewhere else. I think it was a switch, it was a switch. They're all the exact same game with just DLC, right? And the funny thing is, they keep putting DLC in these games and the games are – there's so much to do to complete the game. Like, I've been playing it since I bought it, right? I'll dabble in it. I'm not even close to completing it. I have, like, over a 1,000 hours – not maybe a 1,000. I don't know. I have a crap ton of hours in that in that game. Not even close to completing it. And there's so much to do. This thing is crazy. Like, oh, they're having all these expansions. And it, I don't know. Because the game just – it gets repetitive. That's not how it works. It's fun – was repetitive and you're like, I'm gonna move on to know something else. So it's just interesting. So Outer Wilds. Um which one's that one? I don't know much about it, but it's uh it's a game coming out for the Switch. Okay. Um it looks like one of those little fun indie games. That's all it really is. It's just a fun little indie game. You just kind of explore little planets and stuff here and there. It's imagine No Man's Sky, but with tiny planets. It's cute. It's it looks looks like a fun little adventure. You know, nothing too crazy. Yeah. And hopefully, I have a (laughs) if the goal is made to the sun. Hopefully, they have something better than like No Man's Sky when it first came out. You made to the sun, the center of the universe. (gasps) What happened? Nothing. You just start over. Oh really? Yeah. And people look really mad. 'Cause like all oh, this whole secret thing, blah 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 blah. So that was a little dumb. Um, Andy, sorry, uh there's a detective Famicom Detective Club. Which sounds interesting. It looks it sounds like it has to be made a by Nintendo. Story. Yeah, it's a it's a story game. I think it's close to Famicom Detective Club. I assume it it's made by Nintendo references like other um, Nintendo games. So it could be like uh detective, uh what's his name? On the DS. Yeah. You don't know talk about right? Oh, the remakes. There's the remakes of those? These are remake versions. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. They're old school
1: uh, murder mystery games. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Uh, it was it released on the Famicom Disk System in the late 80s. And you're supposed to solve uh, murder mysteries.
0: That sounds cool. Oh, I actually have heard about this. I think it was exclusively in Japan. So it's kind of cool. We're North America, we're getting it finally. It now released. has
1: uh, modern graphics, gameplay, and voice acting, and yet it still still keeps the same eluding uh, and mystery from the, from the originals.
0: It's kind of cool. Can you imagine being <laughs> being the original games back in Japan. It has no purpose anymore if you buy it. You know, like I know who did the mur- mur- murder, whatever. So, No More Heroes three. So this is crazy. People have been begging for no, another No More Heroes game for a long time. We got one on the Switch, which is this weird uh kind of hack and slash. People thought, okay, so No More Heroes is screwed. But no, you're making three. People have been begging for this game for a very long time. People love the first one, which was a cult classic. People love two and are finally coming with three. So in case you don't know, these games are crazy. They're they're uh, kind of a love song to uh, pretty much video games. Like the hit, like there's like references to, like every video game genre, style. Um, I don't know how to describe it. You just it's just a love letter. It's a hack and slash game at its heart, but there's all these references to. Uh, Different just types a of love, video games. Yeah, just it's just a love hmm, song. I might
1: I might uh look into it. it sounds it looks interesting.
0: There's a new Monster Hunter coming out. Um not World, but a new one. And it's for the Switch and people are excited. So when uh Monster Hunter would come out on the 3DS, there were actually clubs. People would come together and go on hunts together. Oh really? There were actually hunts. Yeah, cuz you can do that on the 3DS. You can with other people. You do the same thing in Worlds, but the problem with Worlds was it was not mobile, so you had to be in different houses and stuff. People still love Monster Hunter World. Um, It's just not my kind of game. Um, I've tried Monster Hunter several times. I just can't get into it. But I know and understand why people love it. I get it 100%. So if you're a Monster Hunter fan, I recommend getting this. I'm pretty sure there's going to be other ports to other – Uh, consoles as well Mm -hmm. but if you like clubs you like playing with other people side by side going hunting this you need it on the switch i'm not gonna lie switch is where it is there's a stubs and zombies coming back and if i'm correct stubs came out like i think the gamecube era if i'm correct and uh so yeah i don't know much about stubs Exactly yeah, anything about Stubbs? No, I just know it's uh it's a rated M
1: game actually. Oh. Um it's a third person action game where players take control of a zombie and devour brains and wreak habits. So it's kinda like I think the recently game like this is that GOAT game. Goat simulator. Goat well, simulator.
0: I know for a fact it's not like that. It's it's goofy. It's 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 supposed to be funny. I know that. But I don't think it's exactly like that at all. It's 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 a, apparently I don't know what it is, but I just know it's a, one of those fun kind of parody games, you know? Yeah, it's goofy; do not to be taken seriously. Uh, Neon White is a first-person action platformer developed by the creator of Donut Country. Honestly, what Donut Country? I actually played that game. I love that game. Oh, okay.
1: It's a it's a it's a short uh, game where you're essentially trying to swallow the world through, with this little hole, and then as those progress, you're um, the hole gets bigger and bigger and swallows up the countryside.
0: Oh, so it's like Katamari. Yeah,
1: kind of like that, but except instead of uh, make, oh, you get a hole. Bullet. yeah, and, it's, and but it's also got this cool like little because like all the villagers of the town are in the hole and they're all talking about like arguing how they got there. And but um, as they talk about it, you're remaking how the hole swallowing each uh, character who's talking in the hole.
0: That's awesome. So it's like it's a physics game. Yeah, that's this game.
1: So this game, yeah, uh, so you, you see, you slowly get bigger, and then you uh, just you're in a hole, and you're just trying to swallow up everything.
0: All right, so, that looks like a fun little game. So these guys, okay, so Neon White looks more like a more serious looking game though, for
1: sure. Yeah, it's it's very much more serious.
0: So you watched the trailer. What what do you what, do you, what does it look like? Um, it looks like a first person shooter game for sure.
1: Yeah, but it also has these like weird card things that you're going through. Huh. So you slay demons with sword cards, but it seems like you, uh, after your items take hits, you have to use different ones.
0: It looks like very high pace, very fast action. Yeah, I would, like would a be first be person Sonic. That's what this looks like. Like it's just how faster. I was to Yeah, do you make sure you use
1: shit. the uh, the right cards at the right time.
0: This looks cool. So it looks like it has a story and everything with, like, furry masks and everything, you know. Furries rejoice. Um, It looks pretty cool. I might I might check this one out, too, later on. Uh, we got Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborhood. Nice. Complete edition. So I've never gotten to uh, the first-person shooter Plants vs. Zombies games. I've only played the... Uh, I thought they were pretty interesting. Defense. I know Garden Warfare was really popular. Garden Warfare Two was has a cult following, so I don't know much about it. All in all, is they're class based shooters and they're apparently really fun and people. Yeah, it's really
1: cool because you you'd be like, let's say you're a cactus and you shoot thorns as your main weapon, but you also have like an onion droid that you throw up in the sky and you gotta try to shoot people out, shoot people down. Well, That's kind of cool. Yeah, I, I might.
0: I've heard about. It. I know. I think *Garden Warfare 2* is free to play, isn't it? It uh, might be nowadays. So, so there's a game called *Project Triangle Strategy*. So, if you remember *Octopath Traveler* came out on Switch a while ago, did they make a sequel? I don't remember. No. But oh, there was rumors they're making a sequel. Well, the same kind of art style and everything is being done in a Strat Triangle Strategy. It looks like. A Final Fantasy Tactics-style RPG, which makes me extremely excited. I love tactical RPGs. Final Fantasy Tactics Advance is probably one of my top ten favorite games of all time. Mm -hmm. I love it. It was easy. I never played the one on the DS, which I still haven't gotten that. The other game came out on the DS when I didn't have one because my parents were like, video games are going to kill you, Brandon. Look at me now, Mom! Anyway. I'm dead inside. I'm dead inside. So I never got to play it because it... I, you can find it in stores, but I should see if I can find it now because I do own a DS. But I love those kind of games. And so, apparently Octopath Traveler was very popular. It's very good. Um, I played a demo, and the demo was pretty good. Each,
1: each character has a different story, and you eventually they all meet up. Yeah. But, yeah, they, and it's uh, it's really a serious game. Turn-based RPG? Yeah. Like, uh, one of them was a, a woman who was a, a – she works at a brothel.
0: Oh, oh. Or, no, or
1: like a, sorry, like a, like a, like a brothel, but like a dance yeah. club
0: and like, you know, the graphics are pixelated, but gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. It's like pixelated sprites on a 3d environment. That's what it is. And the shadows and everything is what makes it just gorgeous. And then next we got uh star Wars hunters. Oh, I'm not done. You're talking about triangle strategy. Oh, you still want to talk. About I still star- want to
1: talk about this. He's really infatuated.
0: I yeah, because I prefer like, I prefer travel. Like I can sit down for, it, but I don't have time for like the long campaign strategy game. Let's well, just on the Game Boy Advance because I've got my micro. It's tiny. I bring it to work because if there's nothing to do, I just play that. I should admit that to work, but whatever. I don't give a crap. What you gonna do, boy? So anyway, I don't know. I just think this tactical RPG with a really good story since it's made from the same people who made that. I mean, Square Enix too. Square Enix makes great stories, except for Final Fantasy XIII, Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VIII, and, uh... Yeah, so anyway... <laughs> yeah, let's move on to Star Wars Hunters. It's a competitive, free-to-play online shooter for the makers of Farmville. So it sounds like... like a free-to-play Battlefront. With loot boxes, skins, and it's gonna be garbage. Because it's sounds like garbage, because Farmville was also cheap garbage that required you to buy excessive amounts of money. So I are you would you want to talk about hunters? Do you want to talk about Zach? Maybe you have a better opinion than I do of it. No, I just know it's made by Zynga. Yeah, I, I I'm not interested at all. Knockout City is an online based dodgeball game from the creators of Mario Kart. So Interesting. I am actually very interested in this one. So it looks like a bunch of um. I don't know. It looks it looks interesting. Everyone characters have powers and stuff, and you damage, it looks like there's a adventure mode. Oh what? So it's actually watching trailers on sound right now. There's all these ab- some dudes like doing morph ball attacks and This game looks nuts! It's just chaos! There's like all these different attacks, everything you do, and I don't know if this has to do with dodgeball, but what the. This is weird. This is like an orc player, there's like this future star lady from the future, football player, an orc, a a SWAT guy. You customize your own character, it looks. This looks interesting! This is nuts! Looks like very team-based, too, because there's it's dodgeball, right? So you get yeah. a limited amount of balls. And different balls, get, different characters give you different uh, abilities. And so it's good to, like, team up. Like, oh, man, I need, I need, we need to like, take care of this whole group of people. You do the explosion ability. That's so cool. All right. I More, more to see later on for that. Um, Worlds and club. I don't know if this it looks like another indie game. With, uh, with, a, with a very uh, chibi art style. And, uh, yeah, it looks, looks like just a platformer that looks, I I don't know. There's it, a lot of characters, and it looks story-heavy based, but I'm not too interested. Okay. So, Hades, which was one of the best games of 2020. Uh-huh. I've never played it. But people rave about it. It's one of the best, so one of the, the best games to come out of 2020. People play the heck out of it. Well, it's getting a physical release. And uh, if you buy it, the physical copy comes with a book containing the game art and download code for the soundtrack. That's pretty cool. So I think it's cool when like these indie games get a physical release. Ninja Gaiden is getting remastered, like the 3D games it looks like. And uh, they're going to end up on the Switch as well. You no, know, I think one of them, I think is Ninja Gaiden 3. Mm-hmm. You can play the fir- first three Ninja Gaiden games, actually. If you beat it or something like that, they're unlockable. Oh, you... You can play Ninja Gaiden 1, 2, or 3 on the NES as, like, the ports of them. That's pretty cool. I wonder if they're going to keep that, because that would be really cool if they kept that in there. So, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to include all post launch downloadable content. Previously for released with no additional cost. Good, because these 3D Ninja Gaiden games came out a long time ago. In like the PlayStation 2 era of days. Sort of bullshit like, oh, hey, you have to, you know, buy the DLC again. Like what Call yeah. of Duty did. Call of Duty Modern Warfare uh, did. Warf- Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, actually, technically. So, I think that ends this list. We ran through it. We rambled. I almost rambled. Sorry, Zach. You forgive me? I forgive you. Okay, good. Um, we want to talk about uh, the whole Ninja thing? No. no. I think uh, in the
1: next podcast.
0: Yeah, because we're going really late into this. I have to go to work soon. Well,
1: with that in mind, have a good one, everybody. (laughs) Have a good one. (laughs) uh make sure you wear your socks when needed i got a zit on my pinky toe